Next up on Talk Zone is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Are you concerned about your job? Concerned about losing it? Concerned about not having the tools needed to reinvent your career or to reposition yourself in the workplace? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, or even if you just want to be a part of the workplace improvement revolution, then join the conversation right now on Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Now, here are your hosts, Charlie and Eva. Hey, welcome everyone. It is December 28th. Is that right? 2020. And we are broadcasting live and unscripted from a secure location in Southwest Florida. Yes, we are. So we say Faloha, which is uh, Floridian for hello. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we do. Um, So we hope everyone is doing well or as well as can be expected. Uh, We're a little, you know, charged from all of the year's hoopla, but we're looking forward to 2021. Yes, we are. And we want to talk a little bit about that today. We want to talk a little bit about um, rituals that can help us improve in 2021, maybe what we've learned in 2020. Um, And like I mentioned at the outset, we are live and unscripted for a reason, because we want to make sure we're authentic. That's right. Right? So, my dear, how are you? I am well, thank you, Charles. That's good. We made it through to at least to December 28th. We did make it through to December 28th. I'm I'm a little bit shocked by that, but yes, we did. You know, before we um, move forward with today's topics, which are going to be good, you know, I want to take a step back. Mm, all right. Too. And, you know, there's a couple of things that bug me. Um, and we have said this. And since we're all friends with our listeners, you know, want to share some of our thoughts, which we have discussed in the past. Um, I'm disappointed in the human race. (laughs) Well, just put it right out there, Charles. It just bugs me because um, we seem to have lost our way, right? The the way seems to be selfish, make-believe, selfish, denial, make-believe we have a point to make, take a side. Um, I'm not really sure, right? Yeah. And I'm not sure that I totally agree with you. Now there, I can get as angry as the next person, right? If not even more so. But I will say that what I did like about 2020, and I'm going to put that right out there, is that I do like that people finally showed what they really believe. And what is that? Oh, whatever it is. Well, it just depends on what you believe. So, okay. So we scratched 2020 scratched a little bit beneath the surface. It's like we gave 2020 a margarita (laughs) and we said, here, have as many of these as you'd like. Here's a picture of margaritas. We gave 2020s a picture of margaritas and was like a truth serum. Yeah. And it really uh, sometimes can be real button pushing and real gut wrenching. It can be gut wrenching, but at least now we know where everybody stands. And I guess is do we have to stand? I guess we have to stand for something, right? You know, like they said on Letter Kenny, stands for what was it? Stands for nothing. No. Stands for everything. Stands for nothing. Yeah, right, something right, like right. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, we seem to be also at least here in Southwest Florida. Excuse me for sharing that location. I guess it's not secure anymore. But thank you. We seem to be commingling religion and politics for some reason on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And 
it's been going on forever. I mean, that's just not that's not new. Well, for me, it's a little new. Well, I don't know where you've been then. Like you need like see been, this is what I mean about twenty twenty. It's a little bit of a wake up call. Yeah, I mean, but I think we can do better, right? We seem to have taken sides. We've taken sides politically, religiously. We've taken sides on the virus, which is crazy, <laughs> right? Wear a mask. Don't wear a mask. Uh, the good Lord. Breathe get, on each other. Yeah. Don't breathe on each other. Get herd immunity. Don't get herd immunity. You know, I was driving around um, in the car last night in mm. uh, Florida and beaches and Sanibel Island, Captiva. And I can tell you, the COVID was so thick in the air from all of the maskless warriors. <laughs> you could see it. You can see, you can, they were like diving. They had their suits on. <laughs> they were just diving into people's mouths. It was crazy. As they were, as they had their mouth wide open laughing, oh, 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 I'll have another round. Right. It's a hoax. <laughs> right. It's a hoax. So, but you know, yeah, 2020 was really something. Uh, it was very, Toxic to say the least. And even, you know, even if your side is on top, not on top, if you got COVID, didn't get COVID, toxic is toxic. Toxic is toxic. But there were some things about 2020 that I kind of liked. You named 30. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I know that I can name 30 that I didn't like, but there was some stuff that I kind of liked. I kind of liked like the whole like hunkering down at home a little bit. I kind of liked it. You know what? Okay, so. And I'm an extrovert, right? But I kind of like the hunkering down at home. Like not, you say, I'm going to say like, oh, you know what? Oh, we can't go. I'm really grateful that we got along. Well, yeah. Right? Yeah. Because we'd be That's doing like one. Foreman Frazier. Right, um, right. So it, it. you're I right. I think not doing massive, massive amounts of alcohol. Which Helped. you do zero and I do a dot helped. Yeah. And that we'll get into that with when we talk about rituals and stuff, but, um, it's really hard. It's really hard because, um, you know, to, I had to come to an awareness and maybe 2020 allowed me to do that because of, you know, like you say, it showed our true colors and rather than be toxic and fight, I chose to maybe, redirect look at myself you know um it's it's well i probably i mean i read a lot but i probably read more and from different sources than i've ever read in my lifetime especially around politics yeah so what but what i learned is regardless of you know what you feel politically um if to me it comes down to are you or are we contributing or are we just slinging, right? And that's a tough one because, I mean, you know, I can sling with the best of them, but, you know, do diddly squat. Yeah, right. Me too. Believe right. me. Uh, I'll rank you like when we were in school. I'll rank you out so low, you'll be playing handball off the curb, you know. Um, <laughs> well, that's New York. <laughs> that's New York. <laughs> so, but you have to, we have to raise the bar here. We have to come together, and I don't want to sound weak because I'm not saying it because the election is over. I'm really not. I'm saying that as a team, we can accomplish great things, um, but we have to start with ourselves. Um, I've blogged in the past about my network of one, just me, mm -hmm. and it has to start there. 
right? And we had guests on in the past that have said the most important thing is to care for yourself, right? Right. And that it's not selfish to care for yourself. I mean, if you want stuff to change, if you want peace, you have to be peaceful. peaceful, Yeah. Right. Yeah. You can't expect a bad guy to do good things. You can't expect a bad guy to do good things. So, um, I mean, there might be the occasional one or two good things, but overall it comes from a place of bad guyness. Yeah. Like, Maybe they put the Christ back into, for Christ's sake. (laughs) This is going nowhere, Mr. Unscripted. But no, it's important that we contribute. You know, like I've heard, here's some of the things in 2020 that I've heard in the past in that you can't shut down the economy over a stupid virus. And now the economy was shut down for only, I think, two or three weeks, right? I don't remember exactly, but it was shut down. It was a chunk of time, and then it didn't fully open. Right, but the problem with that is it's not a, it's not all or nothing. It's on a day-to-day basis what we can be doing ourselves with social distancing and wearing a mask, right? Didn't have to come to whether or not the economy was shut down or not shut down. It's not um, an economic statement. It is a disaster, right, no mm-hmm. matter how you slice it. Um, but we can't sit around and not help by not participating in some of the guidelines. Does doesn't make sense to me, you know. And we we like you said, twenty twenty showed us how to interact internally. It also showed us how to do nothing, how to stay internal, sit and post, just sit and post, sit and post. And um, you know, life is more important than that. Well. It wasn't all about just sitting and posting, right? It was also about sitting and reading and starting to come together with your own family. Yeah, that's a tough one. And that's a tough one. I mean, because not everybody can do that. I mean, it showed some cracks and some people live in situations that are not easy, you know, where everybody's together all the time. I mean, it really put a strain on families and with schools. I mean, that's a huge strain. To suddenly have everybody home and trying to get them all online and also doing your own work and also keeping the home together. I mean, that's a huge strain. I mean, we were lucky that it came during a time when for us, we weren't in full-blown corporate mode with families. For us meaning me and you. Right. Yeah. But for other people, it was a it's a huge burden. And not everybody could stay home. Yeah. Uh, we need to our hearts go out to everyone right right? it is really complicated um not really sure where it's headed even now right i mean you know the numbers are going up i know which um concerns me so 2020 did allow us to interact in our home (laughs) the other thing that it brought to the forefront was we're not really research versed anymore. We're one bite sound bite versed, right? And we're missing a lot of the details. I know, okay, disclaimer, right? I know you're a reader and I know you do. But even with that, I mean, the sources that you read, you have to be really careful. And even with that, you're not sure if what you're reading is all on the up and up. You know, I mean, it gets it gets tricky. You need it from a few different sources, you need it from a lot of different sources, and you also need to dive into it a little bit more and not immediately react to everything. 
But I mean, when you see like, like on both sides, you know, you see like the dumbest memes, you know, they're like a picture and it doesn't even make sense what it says. And people are like, oh, yeah, you know, and then everybody like loses their minds. I mean, you can't get into that because it just doesn't make sense. We can do better. Yeah, we can do better. Right. We can do better. And if we learned anything in 2020 is that, you know, we need to do better, right? Well, but the other thing that we learned from 2020 is this isn't, to me, in my mind, this isn't that different from 9-11. Travel never went back to what it was. We can't expect to go back to how everything was before. It's not going to go back. I don't mean to be doom and gloom, but it's not going back. It's going to be changed forever. Right. The thing for me is in 9-11, as complicated as it was because I was in New York City, I didn't feel disappointed in the human race. No, because everybody came together during 9-11. Yeah. Although there were decisions made by everybody that I'm not sure made sense and in hindsight probably didn't. But at the time, people came together. Yeah. Not like now. Now each side is coming together, right? Um, Right, because it's a little bit different now than what it was before. Everybody was on the same page with what happened. Yeah, yeah. Well, all right. We have to erase the board. We have to get past it. We have to move forward. And we have to come up with a plan somehow on a day-by-day basis on how we can get through the day and make something better and participate a little more, Mm -hmm. right? So... um, We'll talk about that when we come back, right? We just had a little, you know, a little purge here in the first segment. It's a little tricky. Um, Our hearts go out to um, everyone out there that is um, fighting some of this stuff. And we'll see if we can help make a difference going forward. So stay with us, everyone. We will be right back. Hey, everyone. Charlie here. Did you know Eva and I have a really cool e-commerce shopping site? It's shopcharlieandeva.com. Check it out. You'll find custom designs that might just make a statement about you. And some great gift items, too. That's shopcharlieandeva.com. We're adding more designs every month, so be sure to keep checking back in. One last time, shopcharlieandeva.com. You've discovered TalkZone.com, the best in Internet talk radio. And now, let's return to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. All right, everyone. Welcome back. Um, This is segment two of our year-end 2020 show. And uh, we want to talk about, you know, what we can do to help improve something in 2021, right? We want to make stuff better. Um, We want to talk about... Um, I know for me, what helped make a difference was these rituals that I do, and I wanted to find what that is. But so, E, let me just ask a question. Um, rituals are? Well, rituals are just, it's it's a little bit different than a habit. Ritual is something that you do as a way of kind of moving you forward, something that you look forward to to doing. And then I use it as kind of a springboard to then kind of shift into a habit. So, okay. And um, a little different than a routine. 
It's a little different than a routine. It's more something that you do. It's kind of, you know, when we think of rituals, we think of like a religious thing. You know, yeah. and there's a lot of rituals within religion. But yet, when you think of a ritual, it's something that you do, a practice that you have in place that you do all the time that makes you just feel a little bit better. And I'm not talking about getting all OCD around it. I'm talking about just doing something that you like to have in place. So for example, I like, and this is just a little ritual that I do. I like to have the whole kitchen cleaned up and the coffee ready so that all we have to do in the morning, or actually all you have to do in the morning is you have to hit the button. Mm -hmm. And that is my little before bed ritual, getting all of that together. It doesn't take long. It takes like 10 minutes, but that way when I get up, like I've got my coffee, keto coffee, ready to go. So all I have to do is pour some coffee in it. I've got my little shake ready to go. And I don't have to think about it. Like I can just get up and do what I'm going to do. So um, I agree. And I've learned from you and I have my own rituals, which, you know, they may have been, I I may have been doing them in the past, but I was doing them in the past as routine. Right. And now I'm embracing them as a ritual and um, embracing the the accomplishment on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds silly. Right. But, you know, from the moment I wake up, mm-hmm. I look forward to each ritual that I do, whether it's my little morning ritual, um, even if it's um, making the bed so that I know that, OK, now I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. You know, not just, oh, God, it's a task I have to do. So the mindset for me of, you know, shifting from routine to ritual, I think, made a huge difference in my life. You know, and in the past, it was, you know, maybe shifting from doing nothing, at least to routine was something. But this routine business, sometimes you just go through the motions Right. And you're not really making a difference. It's sort of like, you know, you have 20 years experience or is it one year, 20 times? Right. Right. We've heard that. <laughs> so um, I I respect the the ritual. Um, now, part of the issue that I see is also my behavior, which may not be a task or something you would consider a ritual. Mm-hmm. But if I'm stuck in just negative posting, negative media, negative social media, negative TV, you know, to me, that's a negative ritual that I have to break. Because right. I'm not just going through the motions. I'm really, Im- do you believe what he said today? You know, I'm just, I'm, I'm embracing that nonsense. Well, Because you want the ritual to be something that actually makes you feel better. So, you know, if you think of ritual even around religion, so a lot of people like to go to midnight mass. And, you know, this year we couldn't do that. But let's say there was some kind of ritual that you even do at home. Like in in, um, Polish, we have what they call a płatki. And it's like a it's like a host. It's not blessed. But you you share it amongst yourselves as a way to bring in the new year, mm-hmm, right? Wow. You you wish everybody the best for the new year. So that's a little bit of a ritual. It makes you feel good to just do that. Or maybe you have a certain food that you make that makes you feel good. What you want it to be is you want it to be something that gives you pleasure. 
right? That is something that you like doing. It's something that you look forward to doing. It's not, it's not like you said, it's not a task. It's something that you look forward to. Like I look forward to having everything tidied up. I like the way the kitchen looks. I like that the coffee's ready to go. I like to smell the coffee when I wake up, right? Yeah. It starts the day. Or like when we say, when we open the blinds and we go, let's let's open for business, yeah. right? We're starting the day. And that's such a great way then to springboard into other good habits. But you want to have things that you do that you enjoy doing. And if for some reason you don't enjoy doing it, then it's time to start bagging it. Like I know a lot of people with Christmas cards, right? I mean, I think Christmas cards is a, is a big one. And I know that we're already past that, but you know, you can look forward to 2021, right? But let's say something like Christmas cards. Some years I feel like doing them and some years I don't feel like doing them. So last year I felt like doing them and it was really fun. This year I was like, mm, I'm not so sure if I feel like doing it. And so I didn't do it. And I'm okay with that, right? Other people will say, I got to do the cards and make it into this thing that isn't fun, is just very mechanical. I mean, yeah. it's not anything that is spreading joy around because it's not a fun thing for them. To and do. that's why we're talking rituals today, because um, we need to we need to go from routine to ritual in order to truly be passionate about getting somewhere. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and for me, I was doing a lot. Of, and you know what? We get comments from listeners and friends and, and the like saying, oh, yeah, I always do that. We're talking motions, going through the motions. That's not a ritual, right? A ritual mm -hmm. is truly embracing your purpose. And if every ritual, you know, in Agile at work, in the workplace, when we do project development, every project has a theme, like let's say, to enhance the customer experience. So whenever we get statements of work, if it doesn't enhance the customer's experience, it shouldn't be worked on because that's the overall theme for the year. So if we have rituals that are going to help us move forward in 2021, mm -hmm. that's a good indicator of when and if and how and what we should beg that's not working. Right. If it's if if the objective is to move forward in 2021, then nurture it. If it if it's doesn't really have a purpose, consider bagging it. Right. And I think one of the things that we did is we went sugar free a while ago. I think it's been over a year now, kind of right. And and anyway, we went sugar free, but the way that we finally were able to do that was by embracing the food that we had and making it good yeah. and really working on that, not looking at. So even to look at 2020 in this way, not looking at what you're losing, but looking at what you're gaining. Yeah. Right. Not looking at what you can't do, but looking at what you can do. It made a difference. You know, how are we going to flavor this? Right. You know, and, and it turned out that we like eating this way better than what we were eating before. Yeah. And that's a big difference, and, right? And that's shifting from what we are giving up to what we're gaining. Or yeah, what we're gaining to what we're gaining or going through the routine of trying to change a diet to kicking it up a notch and really embracing the experience. Right. And by doing 
I mean, we did so much research on it. Like I, well, I kind of did the research on it in terms of like really asking a lot of questions because there is so much information out there. So why does, for example, why does cutting calories impact your metabolism as opposed to intermittent fasting, which seems to speed up your metabolism? Like, why isn't that one in the same? Like, how is that different? And just asking all those why questions to get down to what the core is. And then once kind of figuring that out, then embracing that and saying, okay, well, these are all these good things that we can eat. So how can we make this a little different and how can we make this good and how can we make this better and how can we sit down and really enjoy what we're eating? And we found that we were really enjoying what we're eating. And I know we talked about that before, but it is a big deal. It is a big deal. We go from routine to ritual, um, going from soundbite to research, and it does make a difference. And, you know, when you're when you're embracing that, things happen like, you know, I don't want to sound corny, but the table is always set. Right. Because we enjoy that time. I was just going to say that. I mean, our ritual is that we sit down to dinner together every night. Yeah. You know, I mean, that is what we do. That's our ritual. Can you pass the soul, please? <laughs> um, no, but it's important. We don't just go through the motions. No. Right. No, we actually set the table and I'll set the table the night before. So I don't have to worry about it the next day. And I like that. And we sit down and it's fun and it's nice. In order for 2021 to skyrocket in all of our lives, we have to start looking at um, our routines and how we can convert them into actual rituals to make some forward progress. And to have it be sacred. I mean, to have it be something special. Like when I like to sit down to write in the morning, I like to just, even if it's just a few sentences, if I don't have a ton of time, I like to light a candle with it. It just smells good. I have my coffee. I have the candle. It Sometimes I only have, you know, five minutes, but still it's five minutes that I wouldn't have done before. That's kind of nice. I'll tell you what it also does, um, Eva. It kills the ambivalence. It gives it a purpose. Mm-hmm. It's not... No different than any other morning, mm-hmm. you know, or how do they say another day, another dollar. It kills that. Right. It gives you something to embrace. Well, because what happened during 2020 is that we got rid of all that extra hoopla because we weren't commuting. We couldn't go out and eat. We couldn't go out to restaurants for a while. We couldn't go out to bars. We still really aren't supposed to. Right. So we don't have all of that extra stuff in the way that we used to have. And I'm not saying that that wasn't enjoyable because it certainly was enjoyable, but I think sometimes it got to be too much. And now by taking this time and seeing, well, by taking this time and having this time now where we have more time because we're not commuting, we're not going to all these extra outings that maybe we didn't always like to do, or maybe we didn't always have the money sometimes to do it, but we were just doing it out of obligation. And now coming up with our own rituals within our own homes to do what we want to do. And it is a work in progress. Like mm-hmm. I'll say, you know, if things are going good and we're in a good place, I'll say, oh God, what can we do this weekend? 
And then I have to get a hold of that because it's different now. We can't. You, there's nothing to do this weekend. That's why we have those conversations all the time. Right. What can we do this weekend? There's nothing to do. Right. We can't. We can't go to Disney like we, we can't used to go do. to an art festival. Right. We can't go to Disney. Right. Um, so we have to learn to embrace what we can do. Right. And it's and it's actually up to us to be extremely careful because we have my mom here. And if you and I get sick, that puts her at risk, even if we don't see her. Yeah. Right. I mean, it puts her at a big risk because what if she needs me and I can't go? Right. Or something happens to us or we're in the hospital. So in, in a way, um, and I know we're going to take a break in a second, but in a way, respecting the virus has become somewhat of a ritual, mm-hmm. you know, not um, in a bad way, but almost in a respectful way. You know, right. why be unsafe? Right. You know, why take the risk? Um, so this is really good. Um, I love it. I think we're we're making a lot of adjustments in our lives. And, um, you know, unfortunately, it is what it is. And um, there are things we can talk about and do even more so. And uh, we'll get into that when we come back. So please stay with us, everyone. Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. We'll be right back. This is Charlie Lobosco. If you're working on a development project practicing agile methodologies, this message is for you, regardless of your role on the team. Agile is a faster, smarter, and more efficient way to develop and deliver continuous results. If this is not happening in your agile environment, reach out right now. My agile coaching and certification training programs empower you with agile skills that encourage collaboration, increase productivity, and even improve overall team morale. Now that's making a difference. I say become agile certified the right way, regardless of your role on the team, and then watch what happens. Reach out right now to Charlie at charlieandiva.com and let's continue this conversation. Your future is counting on you. Let's get back to Charlie and Eva for more corporate talk on Talk Zone. All right, everyone, segment three, we're um, talking going from routine to ritual to uh, make some forward progress in 2021, which after 2020 is way needed, right? Right. Um, I mean, this has been a heck of a year. You know, I think um, comes down to, for me, are you working or are you not working? And um, what do you do about each, right? I mean, it's really hard today. If you're not working, I mean, how do you stay grounded? Well, and that's why I think ritual is such an important concept to embrace because there are things that you can do that can help you move forward. And one of them is like what I said earlier about don't look at what you can't do. Look at what you can do. So start looking at ways to start shifting. And I'm not going to pretend that there are days that every day I just spring out of bed because that's certainly not true. I mean, going through a big shift. And like I can this, I can vouch for that. No, oh, don't. Thank you. And, you know, going through a big shift like this and with things changing the way they are. I mean, it really puts a strain on us. I mean, and it really puts a strain on on our way of thinking and who we are and what we like and what we don't like and really just going through that big shift. But if you can start looking at putting in rituals into your daily routine as a way to start propelling you forward, I think that it can make a big change in how you look at things. Like for example, um, 
you know, I knew I needed to start walking in the morning more and I was having trouble doing that. But when I started looking at using Libby, which is a, for some of you that may not know, it's an, it's an online app that you can um, borrow audiobooks and, and books from the library by your, some are in Kindle format, some are on your phone. But anyway, I started getting audiobooks on Libby and just listening to them as I walked. And mm. that was the way that it got me to go out because I would find something that I wanted to know what was happening. And I didn't really have time during the day to listen to those audiobooks. And I don't kind of like to just sit there and listen to an audiobook. I like to either be in the car or to be walking. So Interesting. So I you- wanted to know what was going to happen the next day. So I would throw on Libby and be like excited to go out for a walk because I wanted to know what was going to happen. But you made the commitment and you were honest with yourself saying, I got to get my ass out there. Right. I knew I had to, but just telling myself that I had to do that wasn't doing it. Right. Right. So I had to kind of trick myself. And one of them is my ritual of listening to audiobooks, which I really like. So, so, okay. But that took a little bit of doing, right? Well, it takes some thinking, right? About how can you, how can I make this, what I consider a chore, something that I find pleasurable. Yeah. What can I do to make this a little bit better? So what came first, the the thought of having some information coming through your ears? No, I mean, there was a couple things that that were coming through first. First, I listened to podcasts and podcasts weren't really doing it. And then there were some books that I wanted to read, but I wasn't really finding myself able to like sit down and read. So then I'm like, well, why don't I just get this on audiobook? And but- then I'm like, Okay, but I'm not in the car that much because I'm not driving anywhere. Oh, so the podcasts and such were in the car? They were. I was listening to them in the car, but now I, I wasn't really driving anywhere. So I'm like, well, how can I do this? And I wasn't I wasn't even really listening to a lot of that either. But then I thought, well, what can I start doing to start making this more pleasurable? And I thought, oh, well, there's this book that I wanted to read that I'm not finding the time to read. Why don't I just listen to it? Let's see if Libby's got it and put it up. And how did audio. you find out about Libby? That was just, um, I mean, if you do anything with the library at all, I mean, they have all those apps out there that they tell you about, you know. So you went through Libby, Mm -hmm. you got some books that you really wanted to read. Right. And they're audio books now. Right, right. And so I got it on audio book. And actually, it was Julie at the library that told us about it when I did the um, when I did the workshop. She was the one. I saw Libby and she said, oh, yeah, you should really hook into Libby and Hoopla. There's two of them. And um, and I did. And it's and it's great. So that's my little ritual because I wanted to hear what was going on. You know, so it no, was happening in the next chapter. Yeah. And I'm asking because, you know, that was sort of the evolution of a routine to a ritual for you. Right. You know, because the, the ritual became that I really like listening to. the Yeah. Books, and the right? task maybe was walking the task was walking, but the ritual was that's the time that I listen to audiobooks. Yeah, and it doesn't mean like some people would say, well, I want to watch the news or I want to. That's not the point. The point is what works for you. Right, right. Right. So whatever it is that works for you, that makes it an enjoyable. And it took some analysis because you had to see what resources you had at your disposal. Well, and I'll tell you, it took a little bit more analysis because what I also found was I don't like tying up my gym shoes. Like, and I know that's like super lazy, but I don't like to have to tie my gym shoes. So I found slip on gym shoes and I just slip them on because I don't have to spend 
anytime tying my shoes. And I know that sounds lazy, but if I have to sit down, like get it out and pull the tongue out and, you know. But that's how you were. You made it better, right? You made the walking experience better. It's something I look forward to. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think about the walking. I just start listening and then the walking just kind of goes along with it. That's, you know. I'm not beating this to death because I think it's really important, mm-hmm. right? So that that piggybacks off of the other early morning rituals and it it you know, it gets to that point where you okay, now you go for your walk and you have your your book in your head and you're 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 in the air and you're breathing and you're hearing about your character and your book. Right. You know? Right. It's really cool and you It's really cool. So instead of being hunkered down in a quarantine-like atmosphere, you're embracing that time. Right. And you want to make sure that the way you're doing the embracing is that you're embracing it in a positive way. You know, you're putting some positive things together to move you forward, to help you propel forward. Yeah, no, that is, um, it's really cool. Like, for me, I will say um, it was a big adjustment for me to evolve from the morning news on TV. Mm-hmm. But I've done that, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm, I feel better. I, I look forward to that time now where I didn't think I would. Mm-hmm. I want to hear, you know, about the traffic and, and the toxicity out there. But, you know, now that I'm not, I look forward to the space. Right. And what you did was you embraced it in a different way. So we have the coffee made, you hit the button, and which you never used to do. You kind of sit in the dark. You read a little bit and you drink your coffee and you decompress, get ready for the day. And you enjoy that. That's your ritual. And I look forward to it. Right. It's not just walking around. No. Um, And the other thing for me was, you know, well, so we're hunkered down. The workplace, the corporate workplace doesn't really exist down here, especially now, right now at this Mm -hmm. time. And um, I, I realize I'm not really making anything better for anyone. And if I want to grow as a person, I have to start with myself. Right. So, you know, it's toxic time right now, but I looked around and I said, wait a minute, I have a, I have a four door. I, it, the car is very clean. It's, you know, I can help, I can help get people to work, which is now what I'm doing. You know, I drive and I take people to work in the morning and they're so grateful And I feel like I'm doing something good where in the past people would say, what are you out of your mind? You know, and I'm embracing that little thing because I know I'm helping. It's true. For me personally, that's what I wanted to do. I didn't want to sit around and know it all and sling and be right about everything. Right. (laughs) It's easy to do. Right. Right. I wanted to put my head down and actually be productive. Right. And it just that act of being productive and going out and doing something makes such a huge difference. It makes a huge difference. And for me, that is the end of my morning ritual. I can't wait to get in there and start doing that. Right. So I have like a, a series of tasks that I do that were maybe cumbersome in the past now I embrace them because this is the first step. This is the second step. This is the third step. And now I'm going to help people today. Right. And the other thing is that I noticed with you 
is that by doing that, by having that ritual, you don't forget stuff anymore. Like you don't forget your Bluetooth. You don't forget. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, you have because I'm embracing it. Right. I'm enjoying it. Right. Right. You're not scrambling. It is such a huge thing to evolve from the tasks of uh, going through the motions. Oh, fuck! I forgot my Bluetooth or, you know, that never happens. Right. It doesn't happen anymore. And the other thing is, (laughs) I know at the end of the day, we're going to sit down and lick our wounds <laughs> at and eat dinner something good. and eat something really good. Right. Um, I mean, it's, it definitely helps get us through the day, be productive, make a difference, help people, something positive. And it all stems from the rituals that we do throughout the day. Right. It does. It stems from that. And actually, um, one of the audiobooks that I had been listening to, and this is going to take kind of an odd turn here. One of the audiobooks I had been listening to was Malcolm Gladwell's Talking to Strangers, which I think is a terrific book. And I think not only is it a terrific book, but it's a terrific book on audiobook because he has actual interviews in the audiobook, which is really cool. Or they have actors doing different parts, which is really cool. But in there, there was a concept that really got me thinking, and it was the concept of coupling. And coupling in the context that he was discussing was around, and this will be odd, but around suicide. And that people couple the way they're going to do it to the actual act. And so in the past, the thinking had been that if there's an inordinate amount of people like using a gun to take their lives, that if you were to get rid of the gun, that somewhere people are still going to find a way to do it because people are hell bent on doing it. But the research shows that that is not true. Ah. It's not true. And that if you take away because of the amount of thought, time, effort, energy going into how would I do it? Would this Would this be faster? Would this hurt? Would it, you know, there's all these different ways that people think about all of that, right? And so that's why I started thinking about that, not not in terms of, you know, suicide, but in terms of, well, we kind of do that with other things that we do, right? So now there's been things that have been taken away from us. Like maybe your ritual was that you liked getting in the car and having that time in the car to drive. Mm -hmm. Right. So maybe now to look at that differently, since that car has been taken away, maybe that decompressed time has been taken away. How can you then take that time and that feeling and do it in a different way? So maybe instead of the car, you take that time to walk, right? Or maybe you take that time to write. And hold on, what I'm learning too is maybe I take that time to sit calmly in the dark. (laughs) Right, and you take that time to sit calmly in the dark. But you, you then think of what your other rituals were that you had in 2020 that you enjoyed, Mm -hmm. right? And how can you then change that to now be able to do it at a time when you can't interesting. get in the car. Okay, interesting. And I just want to say before our next break, and by the way, please stay with us when we come back because we're going to continue this working versus not working during these times. Um, I enjoy working out. Mm-hmm. And you're exactly right. Things were going so good in my morning 
that I incorporate. I said, oh, you know what? I'm going to incorporate my workout in this ritual. Right, right. So, um, you know, whatever it is we're doing, Mm -hmm. we can do better. Right. Right. And when we come back um, in our final segment, I want to talk some more about working versus non-working because that's where we started. Okay. And I think it's very important. So please stay with us. One more segment, guys. Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. We'll be right back. Let's face it. Getting noticed at work can be tough. And if you're someone that struggles with anxiety when giving a presentation, voicing your opinion, or sharing your skills with other professionals, it can be even tougher. Hi, I'm Eva Lewandowski, and I know how it feels. You have the confidence, yet when all eyes are on you, the fear can kick in. I tried everything from Toastmasters to hypnosis, and nothing helped. But in my search, I uncovered a secret. There was nothing wrong with me. I just needed the right combination of tools and support. So I developed my own program that teaches you how to calm the physical symptoms, stop the negative self-talk, and shows you how to confidently step into the role of leader, regardless of your job title. If you do the work, this program is not only effective, it's fast. So reach out to me at Eva at charlieandeva.com for a free 30-minute consultation. It's your turn to step into the spotlight. Welcome back to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. All right. Segment four. You know, we um, what I'm learning here um, is how grateful I need to be from the way we've managed to deal with 2020, right? And I what agree. we've learned yeah. from it. Um, and earlier in the um, previous segment, we we're talking about working versus non-working. And, you know, Believe me, I'm not, I don't have all the answers and I'm not making light of people that are working, not working, um, but I wasn't. And I wanted to, but I also wanted to help others. And I was able to incorporate all of that. And now I am working. I have a purpose. So, you know, if we're not working right now, maybe we can fill out that blank page of things we can do that can maybe help and maybe can lead to work, right? It's very difficult, I know, but, you know, that's the challenge. And that's also the the thinking of starting to look at not what I can't do, but what I can do. And, you know, looking at what can I do? How can I do it? And how can I start incorporating different rituals into my everyday that's making me just a little lighter, a little happier. And I'm not saying it's easy. I mean, for the folks out there that have kids and little kids that are in school and you're trying to juggle all this, it's not easy. But when it's not easy, it's even more important to carve out some time for you where it's just you and your thoughts and a moment where you can think about and decompress and not with a drug or not with an, with alcohol, but in a way that's productive. Yeah, that's very difficult. It is difficult. But when you look at it, so a lot of times people will say, well, you know, I'm just going to, you know, have a drink and then decompress. And, you know, I mean, I like to have a cocktail with the best of them. But when you're using that on a daily basis as a way to decompress, it's it's not a good thing. It's not really decompressing. You're just kind of shoving to the side. You're not having a ritual that's really making you feel better in the long run. And that's the theme of the ritual. Is it leading to 
improvements in 2021, Mm -hmm. right? So that's the first question you ask yourself. You know, if you're not working, well, that's certainly not helping. Right. Right. And I'll tell you, if you are working, I mean, how grateful is it to be working during a pandemic? Right. 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 And, you know, how how can you help others? How can you give back? And I don't mean by giving people money. I'm saying just, you know, with your heart, body, mind and soul, what can you do to help? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, because it's on you as well as whether you're working or you're not working. We have to define our rituals for 2021 that are going to move us forward. Right. And a lot of times that just revolves around what's going on in your house. Are you being nice to the people that live with you? Right. Are you being nice to your neighbors? You know, are you looking out for just the people just around you in your own circle? You know, are you being kind? Are you being gentle? Are you being funny? Are you being positive when you can be, you know, supportive? You know, we're always kind of looking for people to support us. But one of the best things I ever heard from any of my teachers was give someone else what you want. So if you want love, go love someone. You know, if you want peace, be peaceful. You know, if you want to be funny, if you want somebody funny around you, be funny. Yeah. Right? It's really hard. We're not trained to think like that. No, we're not. I mean, and, and that was part of the problem is that, you know, we were running around like loons and not really focused on are we doing something that's causing, is creating good in the world. Yeah. Yeah, you know, um, I mean, I'll say it, you know, what I'm doing on a day-by-day basis, um, it's humbling in a way from my career, but I'm doing it now more than I've ever worked. And I'm doing it because I like helping. And I'm putting more time in this than I have ever done before. Well, and I don't, I don't agree with that. I mean, in our careers, we did a lot and we're still doing a lot, right? I mean, so you were helping then. I mean, that was part Maybe of Maybe I wasn't thinking the, like that. You weren't thinking about it. But the other thing is that the cultures out there are not always open to being more helping, right? It was about competition, about being number one, about really striving and moving forward and putting everything you had into something that maybe was going to pan out or not pan out, you know, but it was, you had to give it your all and not always in a good way. Well, that is true. Um, But if it's not always in a good way, it was always wrong. Right. You know, in hindsight. Yeah. But when you're in it, you don't feel that you need you want the money. Right. I mean, you want to be able and you want to make a difference there, too. What I know, I agree. What I also realize when you say things are always going to be different now, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, I can never say again things like I put my time in, you know, I work, believe me, I work my ass off all my life. I'm sitting back now. Um, those, that's not going to help move us forward. No. Right. Especially now in a pandemic, in a toxic place, um, we're needed now more than ever. Mm-hmm. Right. So 
we can't sit back. We can't say, um, I've tried, nothing works. We have to keep moving forward. And if you are working, you need to um, figure out ways you can help make a difference, whether it's just being nice to someone, <laughs> right? Make something better, right? It's on It's on us. Right. And making something better starts with you. You know, it starts with you making, make something better for yourself, you know, make something, make yourself feel better. If what you're eating is making you feel awful, stop eating it and eat something good. Yeah. And, and if making, if what you're posting is making you, um, feel super anxious, then don't post it. Right. And I mean, that was something that I needed to step away from because I was just getting super angry and there was no reason for it. I mean, it needed to just needed to stop. Yeah. Right. I mean, mean, it just needed to stop. What I have learned at the end of 2020, and I can't believe it. I mean, it's just mind boggling that I can do better. There is a way I am moving forward. Um, I'm in a I'm doing more now than I can remember that in, in, in the form of good towards others. And I feel better as a person. Imagine during this pandemic, I'm actually feeling better about myself. So, you know, there are things that we can do better. 2020 has allowed us, because we were home, to go in there and find it. Right. But you, you know? got to look for it and you got to look for the thing that makes you happy in order to move forward. Um, Look at positives and not negatives. I mean, I'll even say that you have to understand that you can be happy, right? Right. So it's not just, well, I would look for it, but there's just nothing for me to look for. You know, it's there, right? We can do this. We can do better. 2021, we need to come out strong. Uh, If we're not working, our Resumes have an opportunity to be works of art. Right, right. (laughs) Right? Pristine. We had eight months to work on it. Right. There's so much we can be doing. I I can't, I'm going to have to hold on to something in 2021 because we're just going to be skyrocketing, I hope. Yep. Right? Whew. You okay? I'm good. Yeah. Well, so thank you so much for listening. And we are excited for 2021. 2021, our next show, we're going to have a lot to say about the current state because it's going to be different. And I can't wait. And I'm looking forward to it with great anticipation. Well, thanks again. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. And Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everyone. You've been listening to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Special thanks to our producer, Randy Meyer, and the entire TalkZone family. All of our replays are available at TalkZone.com or download the free TalkZone app so you can listen to our show at any time. Your suggestions and comments are always welcome. Just email us at info at charlieandiva.com. Thanks again for listening. CARE Certification in the Workplace is the award-winning shared leadership training seminar that will revolutionize your career and position you as the go-to person in your organization regardless of your job description. CARE is the acronym for Courage to Take Action Relevant to Everyone. This means your new workplace mission is to deliver results for the good of the company but not at the expense of others. 
Up until now, CARE certification was only available through company-sponsored seminars. But now you can become CARE certified in the workplace on your own time. Order Module 1 today and begin the transformation. There's unlimited opportunity in the workplace today, provided you have the right strategy. Becoming CARE certified is the right strategy. For more information, go to charlieandeva.com. That's charlieandeva.com.